This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. This is your Kevin. I'm afraid uh, we're going to be delayed just a couple of minutes as the co-pilot is uh, not yet on the flight. <laughs> but those of you on the, uh, the left side of the plane enjoy a beautiful view of the baggage guys hurling your luggage around like they're freaking rocks. <laughs> those are your valuables in there. That's something, isn't it? Look at them uh, fling it about. Indeed. Anyway, settle in and... Enjoy sitting here idle. We know you have many choices. Thank you for flying Armstrong and Getty. <clears throat> Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Intormation Complex, this is a live and brand new show for Friday, the 21st of September, the year of our Lord, 2018. <clears throat> this morning, under the tutelage of general manager Google, which seeks to rule the world. What does Jack say now? Or is it time to introduce the squad? I, I think know. it's that. I don't yeah. think we have any sort of pithy yeah, no, yeah, I'm usually together, reading right. together. I'm something. usually yeah. reading a book during Holding the beginning of the show. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's uh, introduce everyone on the squad, starting with our board operator. He is uh, pushing toggles and flipping switches and working the, the, the treadle. With his feet under the board, it's Michelangelo. Hey, Michael, how are you? Eh, pretty good. It's a uh, fifth anniversary for me and the girlfriend, and so I. Just, oh wow! Yeah, so Super. I just, oh. sometimes she listens to the show, up, and so if she's listening, I just uh, happy anniversary, and uh, just gonna be you and me and Applebee's on a special night. <laughs> wow, that's fabulous. Maybe even an appetizer tower. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh yeah. wow! Wow, well, it is the, the it, big It is fun. a special time. Yes. you got to go all out. <laughs> the <you> appetizer <laughs> tower. Yes. Is that a thing? <laughs> I haven't attended my neighborhood Applebee's. The last time I was at time. Applebee's, it was, it was like this tiered thing. You know, you had the bigger, and then it got, as the, the meats got better, you got smaller and smaller portions right. up towards the top of the tower. Yeah, yeah. Applebee's may be the first place I was ever presented with the large beer <laughs> or the regular size. I thought, hmm, there's a large beer, is there? <laughs> How large is this beer? Why don't you bring it to me? Has the door opened, Michael? No. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's Jack. Hey. Um, let's Hi, Jack. introduce everybody in the squad to start the show. There's a, oh, that's, you're up to positive, Sean. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. How are you, Sean? 
Doing very well. Uh, some uh, movies debuting at the Cinemaplex this weekend. One of them is the latest by one documentary maker, Michael Moore. His uh, Fahrenheit 11.9, which I'm guessing has something to do with the election, uh, is debuting in many cities across across this great country. The one that I'm more interested in checking out is called The Sisters Brothers, starring John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix. It's a it's a Western, and their their last name is Sisters, and they're brothers, and they're like Western assassins or something. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to try and check that one out. But that is one seems it a to have drama, a, more, a comedy, a dramedy? A, a drama, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, that one seems to have a bit more of a limited release, so I'm going to try to find a theater where that one's playing. I think Michael Moore's really good at doing what it is that he does. But I can't imagine what you would say in a movie about the Trump election at this point. Oddly enough, I read a review of it yesterday, and they say the Trump stuff is the the least effective part of it. Okay. uh, That it's kind of floundering in that regard, but it talks about, uh, you know, why we hate each other. Well, there's there's plenty of of room for uh, discussion there, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does the news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. It is a Friday. Time to celebrate a couple of celebrity birthdays. The first out of the box, one of my favorite people, somebody I would really like to interview or just sit down and talk with, the iconic comedian, actor, prankster, Bill Murray, hitting <laughs> 68 today. I saw a guy the other day with a T-shirt that said Bill Murray on it and had a picture of his face. <laughs> oh, why Bill? not? I'd buy that guy a beer. I, I would wear a Bill Murray T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Bill's net worth, $140 million. Is it really? Yes, he's done okay. The other big celebrity birthday. Before you go on, Marshall, bands, yes, in the t-shirt world. Actors, even actor, writer, producers, who've unquestionably brought us joy and entertainment, no. At least not you. Sex symbols, yes. But why not Bill Murray? Right. I mean, has he brought you as much pleasure as, for instance, Leonard Skinner? <laughs> um, some would say yes, some would yeah. say no. I think the only non-band shirt that I have with an actual person on it is a Bruce Lee shirt. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Bruce Lee's popular. <laughs> sure. Gone too soon. Other celebrity <laughs> birthday today. Horror writer extraordinaire Stephen King Hitting 71, his net worth $400 million. There you go. I keep uh, forgetting, he wrote uh, Shawshank Redemption. If you've liked a good movie yep. in the last 30, 40 years, right. there's like a 40% chance mm-hmm. it was either based on a story by Shakespeare or Stephen King. That's probably true. There you go. Oh, you know what I also read yesterday? Not only a review of the Michael Moore film, but also a, uh, a disclosure that that celebrity net worth website is absolutely full of crap. No, oh. it's, it's on the internet. <laughs> I always assumed it was, but what's the point of ruining the fun? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, I just seems, thought it... it seems pretty <laughs> obvious to me. There's no way they'd have any idea. <laughs> the, what, I the thought funny... that from the first time I ever heard it. Well, all right, how would you know? You wouldn't, but the I'll funny, go with it anyway. It's a, they have an algorithm. The funny sure. part of this article was that a uh, father and son co-own the website, and the son runs it, and the dad's like the finance guy, whatever, and they got the dad on the phone. They said, uh, what's the story with this? Uh, if celebrities say it's not accurate, and he said, come on, it's on the internet. It's a website. Just well, look at it. Here's, like, here's a hint yeah. for you. Uh, most of these people aren't telling, so you have to figure it out, and the world's most famous person won't tell uh, anybody what he's worth, and nobody can figure it out with every journalist right. on the planet right. trying to figure it out. So yeah. there, there's a the hint. The low end is like a 
23rd of the high end right. of the various estimates. So there's a hint for you. There you go. It's as accurate as anything else on Earth. That was my point. Exactly. There you go. It's fine. I'm it's Jack gospel. Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. Hey, it's the first day of fall. Welcome to fall. Yeah. September 21st, year 2018. I know my kid's school's got something planned for, hey, it's fall or something. Super. Uh, we're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. Hey, I'm the president of the United States. I'm not the president of the globe. Wow, the crowd loved that. Crowd loved that. Hmm. Wow, I get it. I like it. Of course, because it is the first day of fall, I'm wearing my Uggs today. And I'm wearing pumpkin spice. Not Old Spice, Pumpkin Spice behind uh, my ears. Wow. Yeah. The scarf is a bit much. <laughs> old Pumpkin Spice. It's a new uh, aftershave. <laughs> um, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, coming up, will she or won't she? We're waiting on Dr. Ford. Donald Trump hosting another rousing rally. And just who is looking at your Google Gmail? We'll have those stories oh, coming up. Freaking the big tech companies yep. are liars. And the government has to really, like the government's going to do a good job, but somebody needs to really keep their eye on them. How because about you and me, my friend? They are absolutely lying to us and have been since they started. Wow. It's unbelievable. Wow. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's fine. It's uh, it's tempting to discontinue the feature, frankly, after today. Oh, but... really? Oh, no. Wow. 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 Luckily, it's Friday. I'll be able to knock back my disappointment with the sauce over the weekend, as I do. The good thing is we have clips of the week first, right? Oh, hey, something to look for. It's an appetizer before the uh, right the disappointing meal. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. the nation. Conversation on the front page of USA Today, I'm surprised, is not being had more in more depth. Is what someone does at age 17 relevant to who you are as a grown-up, or how relevant it is? It that should be more of a conversation, just you know, Kavanaugh in general. Yeah, and it's funny to observe as the conversation takes place on different layers of society, from the senators on the committee to senators not on the committee to congress people to commentators to regular humans on the street um very different conversations are being held because that particular aspect of it that came up every time i brought it up in real life no senator will go within a hundred miles of that because they're terrified of seeming soft on sexual assault that mm-hmm. sort of thing so it's it's interesting to observe the dynamics of that those dynamics also, um, a USA Today story, with the economy, another record on Wall Street yesterday, uh, record unemployment, that sort of stuff. But Republicans don't seem to be running on that message, looking at political ads all across the country, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing's interesting, but and ugly and disgusting. Mailbag. <laughs> oh! Whoa! Got him! Whoa. Illegal procedure. We have listeners whose that's their favorite thing. Well, they're happy today. Their favorite thing is when Joe forgets. It had been quite a streak, too. Yeah, it had been. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I stepped over the line there. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> that was me. 
Can't I'm imagine ready why to confess. Can't imagine why there are people that get so much enjoyment out of that. <laughs> How much responsibility are you taking, though? Most, most <laughs> probably some responsibility. All right, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. It is a, a an externality, if you will, of of a unprecedented unprecedented amounts so, of student loan debt. I'm assuming I'm not going to get an answer for the other thirty eight trillion dollars. But why aren't you rich? <laughs> well, stupidity and sloth. <laughs> Well, whose bright idea was it to put every idiot in the world in touch with every other idiot? Quick hello to the thousands of you here in the audience tonight and to the hundreds watching at home. Incidentally, mayo chup is also the sound you'll make after eating it. Engaged in variety of sex with different people or animals. I would like to start by saying unequivocally uncategorically that I deny each and every single allegation against me today. It would have been the first ever case of someone being demoted from porn. I said, don't mess with Nana. My grandchildren call me Nana. In my post, I was, you know, empowered and I was sure it probably did. I had no idea that I would have to now, you know, go to the specifics and defend it. What a week. What a week. And Not there's insane. 20% of it left in terms of the show, really. So uh, stay tuned, won't ye? And do we still have a deadline of 7 o'clock this morning for Dr. Ford to respond to something? Or That's is that not over? clear to me. Okay. I, I don't know. Negotiations have begun. Hmm. And I have comments on the negotiations. After we negotiate what comments will be made about the negotiations. Yeah. Stay with us. Mailbag! Now is the time! First of all, a truth-loving quote of the day from a grateful listener. Uh, I don't think she requested anonymity. It's Joan. It's beautiful. It's fabulous. Nice note about uh, the Kavanoscopy. Some interesting thoughts. And she says you might appreciate a quotation of St. Maximilian Kolbe. Kolbe, a Catholic priest who gave his life at Auschwitz so that a man with a family might live. He said, and I quote, No one in the world can change truth. The best we can hope to do is seek it out, and having found it, serve it. Hmm. That's a nice thing. I I need that on the wall, like a, you know, like a hang-in-there-baby poster. But that. I wish it was easier to figure out what's true and what's not. Let me me check that quote, Jack, to see whether he said, and it's easy. (laughs) No, he didn't. (laughs) No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Michael, can you can you bust out your weird Japanese guitar for me and play those licks I love so well? The haiku music. I, have I ever mentioned that Michael actually he plays this live? There you go. Yeah, I think that nah, that string's just a little out of tune, Michael. The beautiful, the gentle Japanese art of the haiku, the five syllables, the seven, then the five. This is from Mr. Casey near Portland. It's an anti-haiku haiku for Jack. Mm. Jack hates the haiku. Everyone else hates them, too, because they don't rhyme. That's why. Yep, that is why. That is, there's a lot of truth there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. That that eighth string is supposed to be tuned to C flat. Yes, I think and it was so. not. Yes, C, uh, regular C. There, Michael. I'll work on it. <laughs> Please do. Here's your uh, crime a day <laughs> passed along by Ben the Libertarian. 
after seriously like 20 different letters and numbers and paragraphs and subparagraphs, the U.S. Code uh, makes it a federal crime to sell canned mushroom pieces and stems unless the stem and cap pieces are irregular shapes and sizes. There you go. That's a federal law? Yes. Wow. And he also, uh, we, he mentioned, it's worth uh, re-mentioning, when, when was it that they tried, like in the 80s, I think, to count the number of federal laws? Um, and, and nobody could and has not been attempted since. See, I understand how wacky, you know, wearing you over here. It's illegal to eat ice cream on a Sunday morning. You know, various town ordinances that sure got written in 1880 by some, you know, angry judge somewhere or something. The Trenton like. Pickle Ordinance. Yeah. Exactly. I understand those in the counties and even states. But yeah. these federal laws. Lobbyists. That's crazy. Form. Some mushroom lobbyist got that put into law to put somebody out of business. Uh, And this is why we're discontinuing mailbag. The following three notes. Joe from Dayton, Ohio, who's a treasured correspondent. Want to fire off a quick thanks to Jack for recommending Norm MacDonald on Netflix. I'm not a TV guy, etc., but this is scratched an itch. I watched five episodes last night, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, No surprise, I gravitate toward programs that know how to fuse entertainment and information together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Did I just get punked? Watch the Norm MacDonald show on Jack's recommendation. It was a low point in my comedy viewing. Please, no more recommendations. Boy, it just goes to show you. I don't think I've laughed at anything that much in I don't know how long. Yeah, and uh, speaking of being humor impaired, oh, that reminds me of a tweet I wanted to share with you. But got this note from, um, let's see. And, oh, and again, as always, if you want anonymity, make that the first thing you say, or even in the subject line. Because I don't want to out anybody accidentally. Uh, But this is Mary, who's uh, been listening since day one. Um, I'm cheating on my husband with his best friend. By the way, don't mention my name. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, I've turned the radio off numerous times over how women are talked about, especially how Trump's reducing women to their appearance or sexual viability is just taken in stride. Well, I would tell you this. We have spoken at length about that and how we find it objectionable. But if we paused every single time we talk about Donald J. Trump to make that point, it'd get a little cumbersome. Uh, and then, then. Yeah, I've made it clear from the beginning. I think he judges all men by their wealth and all women by how hot they are. And that's yeah. the only thing he cares about. Yeah, but we're not going to say it 650 times just so everybody can hear it. Um, you know, well, anyway. Uh, and then, then this, I, I, t- uh, still follow you on Twitter. Was shocked to see your joke about the horrible uh, Ginsburg joke, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What's really, I know you want Kavanaugh on the court, but really, can't you just be grateful he'll be appointed and refrain from belittling a woman's allegation of attempted rape? There's a line, and you've ca- you've you've crossed it. The joke that went around yesterday was that. Ruth Bader Ginsburg says that she was groped by Abraham Lincoln. Oh, that one. I saw that, yeah. And I said, impossible. That's totally out of character for Lincoln. (laughs) The joke being, and Mary, I'll explain it to you. The joke being that the original joke was ridiculous because she can't possibly be that old. And I acted as if I thought she could be that old. Had nothing to do with sexual assault. It's an age joke all the way around, yeah, right? Yeah, all the way around. I don't get calculus. That does not make me a bad person. <laughs> you are somewhat ironic humor impaired. That does not make you a bad person. No, that's just an age joke. Right. We're, we're, we will, uh, from my perspective, we will part as friends. I thank you for your point of view. 
Uh, so Marshall's got his news next. But never write again. Now, I thought 7 o'clock this Because morning. you're a woman. <laughs> See, that is irony. Oh, wow. Okay, so Marshall's news next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Some claims that Ticketmaster's working with scalpers to get those tickets out there and everything. Well, that'd be a shock to anybody who's ever tried to buy tickets for a concert, wouldn't it? <laughs> Man, that's, you know... That whole thing has always been that. Why are all the front row seats available up till showtime? I mean, come on now. Who's working with who on this whole thing? You know, anytime I go to buy tickets, I have the same feeling I used to have when I'd go to, like, a really rough neighborhood. I think, all right, be on your toes. Be careful. This is uh, this could get crazy. You just you feel like you're being preyed upon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, was, I, was, I mentioned there was a tweet I wanted to share with you. Um, uh, re the uh, people either praising or yelling at Jack for recommending the new Norm Macdonald show on on uh, Netflix. Amanda tweeted this. Twitter 2009 2009. I like apples. I like pears. That's cool. Yeah. Twitter 2018. I like apples. So you're anti-pears then? No, I just prefer apples. So you hate pears? I never said that, effing pear hater. I don't hate pears. Yes, you do. You make me sick, scum. <laughs> there wow. you go. That's uh, that's pretty good. Yep. There's Marshall Phillips with our news. Well, the lawyer for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh's accuser says her client will testify Thursday, not on Monday. Christine Blasey Ford's lawyers ruling out that appearance, saying it's just too soon. Now, are we talking testifies in show up in Washington, D.C. on camera, or has that not been nailed on She's just saying testify, uh, you know, and, uh, well, probably in D.C., because one of the other conditions they're uh, talking about is she will not be in the same room as Kavanaugh when she testifies. So it's obvious, okay, well, we will come out to D.C. Has, uh, have the Republicans said okay to this? Because the last I heard, they're saying, we're doing it Monday, and you can either be there or not. Chuck Grassley's staff is in charge of all this, discuss the issues with Ford's attorneys, and, quote, will consult with the colleagues. Evidently, Kim Jong-un got a publishing contract, and his book is now on the shelves, How to String Out Negotiations While Getting What You Want for Fun and Profit. Right. This this so clearly to me is from the Kim Jong Un slash uh, Kim Il Sung and the the middle one, the porn addict. Uh, they're just stringing it out, stringing it out, stringing it out because a delay is precisely what they want. So right. we got what five weeks before the election, something like that. Um, uh, so what do they get by delaying another week? Or are they just you just keep delaying, hoping you can yeah. eventually get there? Yeah, exactly. Come up with something else next week to get you another week. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's election day. Is yeah. that what you're hoping for? Uh, yeah, or at the very least, keep it in the headlines and keep the uh, base whipped up about it. Keep trying to change the discussion about whether uh, from whether Brett Kavanaugh did something, a uh, particularly t- terrible accusation, um, to. What about women in general? Why do women have to put up with this? Why are men so mean? Now it's evolved quite literally and shamefully. The normally fairly reasonable John Garamendi, and we'll have this uh, this tape for you a little bit later, is now making it about evil white men. It's all about white men and their oppression, which is odd coming from an old white guy. But um, So yeah, it's, it's a base-whipping up uh, maneuver. So the latest poll has America opposing... Kavanaugh, 38%, supporting 34%. Obviously, that leaves out a whole bunch of people who don't have an opinion, I guess. Well, we have to 34, but... uh... 
I don't know what you do with that information. Well, if I could marshal the entirety of the mainstream media to pitch the idea that he's probably a rapist, I'll bet I could make those numbers negative, exactly as they are. I don't know. Because that's just what's been happening. I don't even know if you needed that. It's a Trump appointee. Right. So I'm sure you were somewhere around 38% were going to oppose that anyway. Um, that might just that might be the numbers for America right there. About a third on each side that are dug in no matter what. Yeah. And another third in the middle thinking, I don't know. <laughs> Let me figure it out. You know, in a campaign-style rally, <clears throat> excuse me, in Las Vegas last night, man, in a campaign-style rally in Las Vegas last night, President Trump was heaping praise on his nominee. That would be Brett Kavanaugh, but he's careful not to criticize Kavanaugh's accuser. Brett Kavanaugh. And I'm not saying anything about anybody else, but I want to tell you that Brett Kavanaugh is one of the finest human beings you will ever have the privilege of knowing or meeting. Now, apparently, the president has had a change of heart. He is tweeting this morning, I have no doubt that if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she said, charges would have been immediately filed with local law enforcement authorities by either her or her loving parents charges would have been filed why did he jump into it this morning I, oh boy was on? that on anybody's advice or could or, or could he just restrain himself no more well i have a guess trump's uh, tweet uh, continuing i ask that she bring those filings forward so that we can learn date time and place um, uh, back to the crowd cheering there and everything like yep. that. What I'm not sure of, and I don't think anybody's sure of, is how this affects Election Day. Um, does this help Republicans or Democrats? Who knows? I don't know. That's all the parties are thinking about. You can yeah, see but, it in their machinations. But it doesn't seem to be clear. I mean, so the Democrats are trying to drag it out to Election Day. That might help Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they really think they can drag it out till Election Day. I mean, that would be hitting the lottery. Right. According to some, but as you point out, maybe it'd be hitting the anti-lottery. I just think they want to keep it as an issue as long as possible. On another note... And make Republicans look anti-woman. On another note, Google's getting blasted after admitting it continues to allow developers to scan users' Gmail accounts to collect data. But the New York Post reports the search giant has failed to answer questions from senators about how many developers have been caught violating its email scanning rules. Google says they stopped scanning its Gmail for keywords last year, but they still let third-party developers go ahead and do it. It's just like the Facebook story from 60 Minutes, right? where, uh, you know, there are a couple of apps out there that have access to all your data, and it turns out to be tens of thousands of apps. And they're rogues, they're rogues, and we're cracking down on them, except that it's everybody, and And, we like it. And Google's doing the same thing, lying to all of us, saying that we don't go through all your stuff and look at the words. We just let all the developers who have access to your stuff do it. That's one of, as Sean always says it's yeah. not a bug it's a feature that's part of the feature of doing business with google you get access to all this right. stuff you know that reminds me so much of susan rice and other politicians saying i never leaked anything to uh, a reporter no you, you you had your assistant do it you had your professor friend in the case of james comey do it google yeah we don't uh, we don't scan emails anymore uh, we just have uh, the app makers do it, and then they uh, tell us everything they find. So, anyway, nothing to see here. It's a, it's a childishly thin denial. But we all need yeah. to wake up to Google and Facebook, yeah. and these companies are just absolutely going to do whatever they can. That's why when I hear anybody, when I hear them say, no, no, we, we could listen to your phone, but we don't. 
Why would I believe you? The, At every other turn you've done what's in your best interest. And the other big Google story of the day, I don't know if you're going to jump onto this, Marshall. It's being, uh, do you have it? Oh, it's being reported only in conservative media, of course, is that uh, in the wake of the controversial travel ban issued by the president, Google had a giant meeting where they got together to talk about how they could alter the search algorithms so that when people searched on related themes, they would be directed toward pro-immigration groups and how to donate to those immigration groups and the rest of it. Now, they claim that, well, no, we, we ended up not doing it. Uh, but they had a big meeting about it. So make no mistake, Google is... Number one, lying all the time. And number two, an absolutely partisan organization. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Now, I, Tucker Carlson on Fox, who's, his show is kind of like what Glenn Beck's show used to be a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to scare you to death, but uh, with a little more, um, uh, well, anyway, um, he refers to Google as the most powerful company on earth. Is that a is that a known thing or is that just something he came up with? I think I'd like to think about that a little bit. I'll bet it's true. I'll bet it's true. Google it. Just in terms of thanks, Rosie. They have the gateways of of information, right? Like so much the default is I don't know about this thing. Hold on, let me Google it and I can learn about it. So in that aspect, they can control the information that people get. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting. The most powerful company on earth. That's a heck of a thing. Probably ought to keep an eye on the most powerful company on earth. Not just let them do whatever they want and believe everything they say. I was running from my brother and his I would suggest friends. that uh, the history of mankind would would tend to make you want to oppose them at every turn just because enormously powerful organizations tend to behave badly and, and when they do they crush people so I'm not sure I I was paying enough attention from your news. So is 7 o'clock still a deadline for something with the Kavanaugh thing or not? I have not heard an update on the timeline. They're negotiating, Jack. Okay. Yep. Everybody's Whatever. people are getting together with everybody else's people at this point. So now they we may hear from both of them, do you think? I still say no. It's the Kim okay. Jong-un thing. Yeah. Okay. We'll have denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula before we have an agreement. I could be wrong. I am once in a while. How do you feel about your kid's school bus stopping to pick up hitchhikers? Are you for that or against that? Oh, boy. Among other things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Dashing through the snow on the one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bell on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleigh song tonight. Okay, so that's, um... Wow. William Shatner. So... We probably should have some of him singing Rocket Man because back in the 60s, yes. he put out a spoken word album of popular songs. Very end of the 60s, beginning of the 70s around then. And troubled times. And and he, he has since cashed in on it, but he put it out seriously at the time. That's, that's Fascinating. What, that's what gets left out of this a lot of the time. The, the actor put this out. Well, we asked him about that album when we interviewed him. My, my recollections of what he said were, are very vague. But yeah, I think he put that out as with a serious attempt. I, I think it was. And yeah. it got mocked and has been mocked for, for a half a century. And deservedly so. And, uh, and, uh, but he has cashed in on it, and now there's an album calling out, coming out called Shatner Claus, the Christmas <laughs> album. 
with William Shatner and a, and a number of guests, including Iggy Pop, Henry Rollins, Brad Paisley, Billy Gibbons. Wow! Yeah, that was Henry Rollins on the hook there of Jingle Bells. Oh, so you've got proto-punks, country legends. Former Leonard Skinner drummer for some reason. You got Billy Gibbons of The Top, little old band from Texas, ZZ Top. Anyway, so look forward to that. Wow. It's funny. I was thinking of William Shatner last night. I was thinking we could Were interview you? him for a... <laughs> Laying in bed, thinking of William Shatner. <laughs> Trying to relax after a long day. Oh, yeah. You know, Captain Kirk, William Shatner, obviously. <laughs> Fat, flat-bellied Bill Shatner. That's one of the funnier things about Star Trek. He was noticeably fatter in the third season, third and final season. He was partying a lot. It happens. Trust me, there's calories in wine. Ask me. Uh, no, I, 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 I was turned on to Swear Trek yesterday. All right. And I was corresponding. It's funny how this all comes together. Uh, I was corresponding with uh, Tim Sandifer, uh, Tim the lawyer of the Goldwater Institute, who is a gigantic Star Trek fan, in addition to being a constitutional scholar. And we were texting about Swear Trek and, and having a great deal of fun. Simultaneously, I'm I'm texting with my daughter, who uh, goes to college in the Washington D.C. area, where Tim is speaking today mm. at a, a symposium on the Fourteenth Amendment, and indeed, my little girl is attending that to hear about the Fourteenth Amendment. That's cool. the one about quartering soldiers. That's yes, exactly that, right, Sean. It's about we get to drink again. Oh, that's a good one. With, yeah, that's a good one. With soldiers, just not in our house. <laughs> Among things we'll talk about coming up is Nordstrom mocking poor people with their new sh- tennis shoes that they sell. <clears throat> I Am I supposed to be outraged? Do this if I'm supposed to be outraged, and I'll just <laughs> become outraged. Uh, also, a dead raccoon in Canada bringing the country together. Stay fantastic. with us. Uh, how corrupt is the uh, soon-to-be-reelected governor of New York? This is an East Coast story, but it's very it's interesting to uh, interesting to look into. Oh yeah, the guy's just openly a mobster. And could you briefly bring me up to speed on the Michael Cohen story, since I don't know that? Yeah, we could get into it more later if you want to. My understanding of it, and 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 it's funny. Trump's MSNBC, former lawyer, uh, right? It, it fixer says who says who says who polls? What polls? Okay. Okay. If, if there are taxi drivers or like uh, throwing garbage out in front of one of Trump's buildings, you send Cohen to the company. I'd hate to see your cabs get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Cohen. Sorry. That's that's what Michael Cohen does for a living. But anyway, uh, my understanding of it is uh, there are leaks from the uh, the Mueller investigation. Says who? Alleged. Says says the news. Says news stories. Okay. Um, and that he was grilled about uh, Russian collusion and all sorts of stuff. and But none of the leaks include what his answers were to any of that stuff. But they breathlessly report that he was asked about collusion with Russians in Says the who? campaign. Since the same stories I referenced a second ago. Okay. Some, some of them. All of them. I don't know. So I, I should dig it up. But from the Bob Woodward book, one section that surprisingly didn't get much attention when everybody was reviewing the books is one of the big New York Times stories that came out at some point. I don't remember which. I'll, I'll look it back up. But there are it, so many. There are so many. Right. And it's one of those talking about uh, 
FBI is doing this and inside the Trump House, Trump White House, that. And it was, you know, all explosive and everybody was talking about it. And the FBI director, and I don't remember if it was Comey or McCabe at the time, told Trump, no, that's garbage. That story is just not true. Mm-hmm. And Trump said, well, go out and tell people it's not true because everybody in this town's talking about it. And he said, basically, well, if we go out and shoot down this story, then all of a sudden we're either shooting down every story or if we don't shoot down the story, people say it must be true or, or whatever. Right. So the FBI can't really get into the business of declaring stories are accurate or not. But it was he he actually went to the president to say that story's just not true. Mm. And it was one of those stories that everybody was reporting on cable news and everybody in the country was talking about. And yeah. it just wasn't true. Which is why I only have a drive-by knowledge of this uh, Cohen story. I glanced at it and I just thought, okay, Leaks suggest he was asked about blah, blah, and he may have been, I don't know. Sure, a lot of these stories are true, but how do you know which ones are and aren't is the problem. Right, right. I heard Kelly's leaving any minute now. Yeah, exactly. (sighs) So a little bonus mailbag in the few moments we have left in the hour. Then we'll get on to big, heavyweight, impactful stories next hour. Like the poor, dead Canadian raccoon. And is Nordstrom mocking poor people with their new tennis shoes? Again, the signal is that, and I'll get really angry and tweet about it. Uh, let's see. Dave in the Grove with No Elk writes, um, on the topic of the main restaurant that will get your lost lobster stoned yeah, for we have, you. We have more mm-hmm. information on that. Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I'd hate to steal your thunder, but Dave says uh, the chef must be stoned. Lobsters have gills, not lungs. They should try using seawater in their bongs and save it for the poor, tasty lobster in the holding tank. I doubt they would need to wrap the pincher since the lobsters would be so mellow. Um, lobsters have gills. That's news to me. I don't know how freaking lobsters breathe. I'm taking his word for it. I'm going to Google hasn't, it. Hasn't lied to me. <laughs> They'll just keep going guide you to progressive causes. Um, The other thing uh, I heard on the National Public Radio uh, that for some reason I support with my tax dollars is that if you give octopuses uh, MDMA, Molly, uh, ecstasy, it'll make them hug on each other, just like people. So if your lobsters standoffish, give them some uh, ecstasy. I think we're minutes away from a deadline in the Kavanaugh thing, or not. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.